Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Hey everybody, welcome to Chassidus in the morning. 50 minutes to uh, hopefully change your life. We're learning um, from this Sefer, learning Tanar Abundance in Hanukkah, Tavshin, Lam Ches, 1937. Um, yeah, so we're in the middle of the Ice Gimel. So basically, we've been talking about till now, we're discussing a few questions about, about the whole story of Hanukkah, why, we love, why we're commemorating what happened in Migdash, but we're celebrating differently, eight instead of seven lights. Why do we have eight days? How do we compare it in Gemara? There's an opinion based Shammai that, it's, that it's, we go according to the Parachag, what's the connection between Hanukkah and Sukkot? And why are both of them eight? That's they say one of the connections. And why are they eight? I say, I have to understand. No one understands. You have to understand. Really, the whole the war was was really against the Torah mitzvahs and the spiritual. And the way we were able to win this war was being able to to reach above Siddishtashlos, which is level eight, seven is nature, above nature, and through being able to reach above nature, we were able to win. And that's why the Menorah is eight candles, or it's eight. You use it's eight instead of seven, like in the Mesa Migdash, and that's also why those white eight days, but it's all showing us on this on this supreme level of godliness. We tap into it. Now on that level, darkness doesn't darken. They can transform the darkness into light. And like we said before, that you know, in in a very simple term, that we all have this 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 jug of oil that that no one can touch it, no one can touch it, no one can destroy. And with that ability, we can transform all the dots in our lives into positivity. And so now, we're going to discuss it in terms of Aveda in ourselves. But basically, what we're going to discuss today is that, is that the war that the Greeks had was against God. Was, was, you know, it's funny nowadays, a lot of times, when they talk about Hanukkah, people, people think it's like this like a universal message of like peace and love and harmony. But really... The message is about God, about connecting to God, and, and standing up to tyranny from other, you know, from, from Greeks, so to speak. The Greeks of our generation, the people are against God, and the Hanukkah is being able to stand strong through that. That's what we're going to see. And that's what we're going to discuss today. And then, so essentially, what we're going to discuss today is, is there's three types of mitzvahs. It's not a, just a little prophet, you know, three types of mitzvahs. There's Eidus Chuk Mishvatin. Also, just I don't want to forget. This shir is for Fush Lema to Elka Rachel Bas Liza and for Chaim David Rafal Ben Sara, Tien Ben Sara, Chaim Barach Liaza Ben Rasa Eska, and Happy birthday to Menachem Mendel Ben Yosef Avrama, and also Fush Lema for Harav Shimon Ben Leo. All right, right trick, you should have a clear Fush Lema. Okay, so basically, there's three types of mitzvahs. There's edus, chukim, mishpatim. There's mitzvahs that make sense, they're logical, that you don't really need the Torah, so to speak, to tell us. Let's say stealing, killing. You don't need the Torah to tell you that. Then there's mishpatim, and there's mitzvahs that aren't logical like that, but, but there's, there's some logic behind it. And then there's chukim. Then there's mitzvahs that didn't make any sense, like tumantara. Or Shatna's Paraduma. And the reason why you do it is with Apesha told us. And that's that's essentially what it, how they are. And and what we're going to discuss is that the Greeks had no problem with mitzvahs that make sense. Their problem was 
initially, the problem is the mitzvahs that don't make any sense. Why are you doing it? Because God told you? Oh, it's God, it doesn't make any sense. But then we're going to get to a deeper level that really the complaint was, wasn't the mitzvahs that, that it was only connected to Hashem. Uh, it wasn't, there was no logic to it. But even the mitzvahs are logic, because why do we do the mitzvah? <clears throat> why does he not steal? Because it makes sense. Hopefully also, but even more, we have to do it because it's what Hashem told me to. It says in the Gemara that, that if Hashem would tell us to, to move, move logs all day, we would do it. Why do we do it? Because Hashem told us to, and that's why we have to be doing these things. And that's why we're doing it. And that's, and that's sort of the, the complaint that, that we can't turn mitzvahs. You want to do, you want to learn Torah, learn Torah. You want to, do, you know, you want to be, do all these nice, good things, traditional eats of bagels and locks. Good, you want to put on something good about but connect with God, they, didn't, they couldn't handle that. Let's see. And, we can, and we'll be able to see it from the whole story. Obey Indians, Parag Gimel. It explained the idea of Avedis Adam. You have a hectim, I'm a war, but you say, create Kudushim, Hami Admir, Santa Clint, what the Philippe says. In his memoriam, the Zesh, Ivadim Timo is called as Hashmanim Shivahechel. This is the Greek contaminated the oil. The war was a spiritual war. It wasn't a physical war they're trying to kill us. It was a spiritual war. They didn't want in the outset to hurt us. <clears throat> like we say in, in the Alanism, that they wanted us to forget your terror and to remove us from the, your statutes. The will of Hashem. And he's going to explain this in an even, even deeper level. Even this itself, they fought against their mitzvahs. The main war wasn't the mitzvahs themselves, but it was the spirituality of the mitzvahs. It's Teresecha Dafka. It wasn't that we should forget that just forget the Torah, forget that it's your Torah. And he explains. It didn't bother them so much when we learned Torah. just intellectually. Nothing connected to God. It's like the, it's like, uh, the challenge of when you, of, of when you learn Chassidus, so this is all about God, so it's very clear. Whereas when you learn Nigla, you learn Gemara and Halacha, especially Gemara, you can learn and you can, you can unfortunately forget. Like the God in the sin, it's not so revealed. Whereas, and, that, and that's sort of what they wanted. They want us to learn Torah. You can learn it intellectual subject. Just like we have math and science, you have Torah. And it's very interesting. And you learn Gemara, it's very, very, you know, you can do back and forth and all these things are very good, very intellectual. You can learn it because it's good. It makes you feel good. All these good secondary reasons why we could learn it, that's what they were happy with. Because Torah is the will, is the wisdom from amongst the nations. They said the Torah is a very good book, very smart. And the whole wall was they request that we should forget as Hashem's Torah. And that's why you have people, they learn Torah, and, they, and, and the way they learn it, they say it can't be from God, because they don't believe in God. And then we learn it through the historical, geographical timeline of what happened. And this is exactly what the Greeks are trying to do, and this is exactly what we were fighting against. They want us to forget the Torah is Hashem's Torah. And, and some people learn Torah, and there are talks about it in the Sikha that, you know, people say Shemitah, for example. Shemitah is just a logical thing. 
that, uh, that it's good for the fields to rest for every once every seven years. It's good for the ground and it could produce fruit. And that's why it comes. Why do we do everything? We have to recognize we do it because it's what Hashem told us to. And also, there's like we said, like we learned in uh, in 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 Chassidus, that some that some mitzvahs, all mitzvahs are chukim, but some of them they brought down to a logic that Hashem gave to us, and we have to understand that. The complaint was the godliness in the mitzvahs. This is the mitzvahs Hashem's will. That the complaint was against, was to remove us from Hashem's ratzang and his chukim. And, and the Rebbe is stressing both these points. There's the chayk, we're going to discuss, and also the Ratzaynecha, and that Hashem's Ratzayn. The Shnei Purushim is there. Shalamitz is the Eidush Mishpatim, Yais, the Mitzvah Sikhli Yais, Eskimu Gamalivanim. The Mitzvah that had reasoning, the Eidush Mishpatim, they, they have some logic to it, so they don't mind they were learning to this type of stuff. Uh, sorry. The whole wall was against the chukim because it's a chayk. The mitzvah has no logic to it, so they didn't like that. Because only reason why you do it, let's say Tara, is only when you're doing it because Hashem told you to, not because it makes sense. Not, 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 not dirty, you know. If this person's impure, it's not that they're dirty. I need to go take a shower. I need to go to make and clean myself up. It's not. It doesn't. There's no logic to it. You do it because that's Hashem told you to. But then and that, but and that's a simple level. But on a deeper level, it's that aspect that's within every mitzvah. In the deeper level, it's the request that we should that it wanted to remove us from Hashem's ratza in who bechal mitzvah in every mitzvah. Even the mitzvah makes sense. And he's going to explain. He's going to explain in the next paragraph. We're going to start now. And the reason why what I'm complaining is because ultimately. Even a mitzvah that has logic, why do we fulfill it? Or why should we should we be fulfilling it? Because that's what Hashem told us to. Not because it makes sense. Because if, if, if everything that we do is just because it makes sense, so when it doesn't make sense, then I don't do it anymore. What if we do it because that's what Hashem told me to? So then through thick and thin, I do it. And this is sort of this is sort of the war. The war was against the Lakush Shabadavan. And I guess in a, in a simple way of looking at it is asking ourselves, like, you know, it's like the 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 challenge of doing things Hanashim Mumada, that you do it out of rote. And seemingly doing something out of rote, they wouldn't have such a big deal. Yeah, look, he doesn't even care about God. It's perfectly fine with them. But it's when we do it because the God told us to connect with God. And you know, especially like we learn Khsidas when trying to connect to God and everything's about God, this is the issue. And he's gonna explain. Chapter Parak Dalit, page 273 in, in this book. So this would be understood according to what it's known. That every mitzvah we have to, every mitzvah that we do, we have to do it because this is what Hashem told us to. Not because it makes sense. Even the mitzvahs that have logic don't still. Why do I not still? Because Hashem told me not to still. You know, it's like I remember once I saw a video that there's some like uh, show. They put tests in front of people, see how people react. And then they interview them. So they put like, a, I think it was a wallet or like $50 on the floor or something. 
and in Brooklyn somewhere. And Samir came, picked it up, and he brought it to the front office. They said, oh, someone forgot, lost it or something. So they asked him, they asked him, so they, they like sort of said, hey, this is a, you know, it was just a show. I wanted to see how people react and react very nicely. How'd you, like, how'd you do that? You know, there's a lot of money in there. He said, what do you mean? It's a mitzvah. It's a, you know, it's a Hashem, what's he do? So when I first heard that, I didn't like it. I'm like, well, and if it wasn't a mitzvah, you'd get still? You know, he made it sound like the only reason why he didn't take it is because it's a mitzvah. But I realized I was wrong and he was right. And what he was saying was something deep. He was saying, why do I do it? Yeah, it makes sense. I do it because Hashem told me to. And that's how we do everything. And we have to and recognize, and this is, this is the, the Iker thought process of when we do things, I'm doing it because that's what the Ibishtu wants me to do. That's what Hashem wants me to do. And this, is, and this is what the Greeks hated. Do it because it makes sense. Don't, don't be godly. Don't connect to God. Don't have God on your conscious all the time. Leave God out of it. God is old. Now we have science. We don't need God anymore. Leave that alone. Do it. It makes sense. It's good to have tradition. You know, a year to have tradition. It's like, like, uh, I guess I'll end off with this story and we'll continue this uh, the next week. But my, uh, whatever, a family member of mine lives in Israel and they went, not religious, they went for Hanukkah to, to a kibbutz with her mother-in-law and making a Hanukkah party, Friday night. So she comes and, and she's not religious at all. And so they have the Hanukkah party. It's already, it's already Shabbos. So they do this whole thing to light the, light the manure. They get everyone to light, you know, one ever take turns, everyone lights one of the candles. So my, so this lady, her mother-in-law, she goes and gets the, gets the opportunity to light one of the candles. And then when she comes back, so this non-from lady, her, her daughter-in-law, she goes, she goes, Safta, I don't understand. <laughs> like you didn't say a bracha. So she's like, a bracha? A bracha to who? We don't believe. And, and I found this, this thing so interesting, so funny. Because first of all, Shabbos. So you're not allowed to light. Second of all, they didn't make a bracha, but they don't believe. If you don't believe, then why are you celebrating? What's the whole celebration of Hanukkah? And this is the vart. The whole celebration of Hanukkah is, 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 is God. Is that God's involved. It's all about God. And this is the whole war of Hanukkah. It wasn't they didn't like the Jews being there in Israel. We don't like Jews in Israel. It was the law. It was, it, it was a spiritual law. It was a spiritual law. They didn't like the fact that we turned mitzvahs. And yeah, even though, look, in the end, there was a law, but, but it began by them telling us not to learn term, not to turn mitzvahs. They didn't want the Elikush And this is sort of the war we're battling. We want to bring, bring godliness into our lives, into the world around us. And now that's not a, you know, God is not a, not a nice word anymore these days. And we have to bring it back. We have to make it nice. And also within ourselves, recognize we do turn mitzvahs, how are we doing it? Are we doing it with God-centric? Is it God in mind or not? And, and uh, next week, we're going to discuss the aspect of the, the chukim in everything. To be continued Monday. Have a great Shabbos, everybody.